Welcome to the Supernatural Life Podcast with Chad Gonzalez, a podcast all about helping you connect with God so you can manifest God to the world. Now, here's your host, Pastor Chad Gonzalez. Hey friends, this is Chad Gonzalez. I want to welcome you to this episode of the Supernatural Life Podcast. It's our goal to help you connect with God so you can manifest God to your world. Hey, I want to say thank you to all of you who've been tuning in every single month and joining and sharing this podcast with your friends on social media. You are a major part in this podcast, just growing each and every month, going all around the world and, and just seeing people get inspired just to go after everything that God has in store for them and learning who they are in Christ and manifesting heaven on the earth. Hey, we had a tremendous month this month. We had the honor and privilege of having Jesse and Kathy Duplantis at our church. We just finished phase one of our new auditorium and in our building. And so our, our new lobbies and bathrooms and entry and auditorium all just got finished. And Jesse and Kathy were there to help dedicate that last week. And so such an honor to be a part of that. And uh, hey, if you uh, go online this week, actually, you can go on the uh, Jesse DePlanis website and you can see a part of what they filmed. And then actually they came to do a feature on me and Lacey and Awaken Church. It's going to be a part of their uh, worldwide broadcast. It's going to air the last week of December and first part of January. And it was featuring uh, the story of what we did as far as uh, sowing a, a seed that really stretched us in order to uh, actually pay for the renovations because uh, when we started the thing we didn't have the money and so it was a wonderful just testimony of God's faithfulness uh, to his word and we'll talk about that here in a little bit but there's a word I just said and I want to spend some time on it and it's this word stretching uh, you know in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26 we see that God said let's make man in our image and in our likeness and so you you see what God was doing in Genesis chapter 1 and that he was creating. In Genesis chapter 2 with creating man, God was creating and he was expanding things. And God made us in such a way that uh, we could act like him and talk like him and think like him. And you see, that's what he was doing was Adam was training him uh, to go about and continue uh, the family business. And creating and dreaming and expanding. And then, you know, we, we saw what happened with Adam and he, he sinned and and lost the life of God but then Jesus came back as a second Adam the last Adam and we see Jesus pick up and we see in John chapter 1 and verse 50 Jesus is talking to Nathaniel and he makes this statement he said you'll see even greater things than these and then in John chapter 5 and verse 20 Jesus makes this statement he said the father will show me even greater things than these just so you can marvel and so in that, we see that Jesus, he was always expecting uh, the supernatural. He was always expecting the Father to show him bigger things and greater things in the spirit realm so that Jesus could turn around and manifest these things in the natural realm. Because, you know, Jesus said, I only do what I see the Father do and I only say what I hear the Father say. And so that's where you can connect that with what Paul tells us and that we're co-laborers together with God. You know, Jesus said... And uh, in the book of John, he said, the Father's always working. And he said, I'm always working. So you see a dual working of God and us working together. God giving us the plan. God giving us the dream. And then our part is to be the, the believer. 
You know, so we see that Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. He author, authors it. Uh, we believe it. And then that puts him in a, uh, in a position to finish it. So we're co-laborers together with God. And, and it's because it all starts with a dream. God has a dream for us. And we have to spend time in fellowship with him to pick up that dream. And then we believe that and put our faith on it. Begin to act on it. Speak on it. And then Jesus brings that thing to pass. But if you think about it, every invention came because of a dream. Every major feat came because of a dream. You know, going to the moon uh, started with a dream. And, you know, and within man, there's this uh, dream and adventure of exploring other planets and, and, and going further in our universe uh, because of a dream. You know, there's adventure and exploring. This comes from an innate desire on the inside of us to go further than where we've gone before. And it all starts with God. You know, those of you that grew up watching Star Trek, you know, one of the famous phrases was to go where no man has gone before. Well, that didn't originate with Star Trek. That originates from the heart of God. God put that in us to go where we've never gone before. See, the DNA in Christ in us, it enables us to have that God-like capacity to dream. We've been made in his image and in his likeness. But God, he needs you to expand your mind to what's possible. You know, in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3, it says that every spiritual blessing in heavenly places has been given to us in Christ. Well, see, all of heaven's been made available to us, but you can only access what you can conceive. Think about that. All of heaven's been made available to you, but you can only access what you can conceive. You can only access what you can conceive in your mind. So, you know, in order for us to expand our dominion and expand our increase, we must first expand our soul. So, see, God's trying to get some things to you, and he's trying to get you to birth some things in the earth, but you can't birth anything without some stretch marks. So, if you're not getting stretched, well, you're really not in faith anymore. Why? Because you don't need faith for the possible. You need faith for the impossible. If what you see and what you're dreaming is possible according to natural resources, well, you're not in faith. No, if what you dream seems possible, then you need to dream bigger. And you need to think bigger and go after what is impossible according to your natural resources and your natural abilities. You know, back in the spring of 2016, I remember I was praying one day and the Lord told me that I needed to get my faith in the area of finances to the same place I was with healing. Because he told me, he said, you're not going to be able to fulfill what I've called you to do in the area of healing without your faith being on that same level for finances. Well, I mean, it's true because, you know, you could be as anointed as all get out. But if you don't have the money to, to hop on a plane and go to the other side of the world, well, what good is it going to do you? You know, you got to have the money, too. And so from that point, I began to stretch myself in the area of finances. And a part of that stretching was not only in my thinking but also in my giving. And so me and Lacey, we began to really stretch ourselves in our giving and our sowing, always looking for opportunities, listening, being led by the Holy Spirit. And that led us up to a position that we uh, just recently got out of. This past February, we had purchased a new building uh, for Awaken Church. And uh, we bought that building, but we really didn't have the money to do all the renovations. Uh, we had figured up for phase one, which would be our, our lobby, bathrooms, the entry, the auditorium. It was going to be around $300,000. And it was pretty spot on until we found out that the fire marshal, 
had changed their mind on the sprinkler system. And as a result, it was going to change some things with the electrical. And so that added about $250,000. And so now we went from $300,000 to $550,000 in renovations just for phase one. And so that put us in kind of a uh, bind because we're trying to figure out how that's going to happen. And yet we were also in a position where, you know, as a church, we needed to move forward on these things. And so without having the rest of the money, I knew basically that $250,000 would cover us for roughly about two months of renovations. And so I told the general contractor, well, let's go ahead and move forward on it. Well, long story short is, you know, by two months goes by and we're pretty much out of money. And there's a third payment that's getting ready to come due for roughly about $140,000. And so over two months, I need about $250,000. And in the natural, there's just no way that... Uh, that was coming in well what happened was is that back in uh, the first part of June back the first part of June all the stuff had come up with Jesse Duplantis and them believing for another jet a bigger jet one that would be you know one stop all around the world and all this had hit the news and it angered me and Lacey just to see all the small-minded believers just bashing you know talking about you shouldn't be spending this much money on this and that and but it inspired us just to dream even bigger. And, and plus, we were believing God for, you know, this $250,000 we needed uh, to finish the renovations. And so one weekend, Lacey came to me. She said, hey, I really feel like, you know, I'm just sensing that we need to sow, you know, all of our tithes and offerings that we get in tomorrow at church. We just need to sow that into the Duplantis uh, for their jet. And so uh, we did that. And, um, and then what came in, we ended up doubling that. We just really wanted to stretch ourselves. And so we did that. And then ultimately what happened was, was that we got a phone call a few weeks later from our realtor. And he said, hey, would you be interested in selling your shopping center? And we said, well, yeah, you know, uh, just depend on the price and stuff like that. See, our church had bought a shopping center about a year ago as an investment. But we'd never even thought about selling it. Uh, we are in the midst of doing some renovations and stuff like that. And so what ended up happening was we ended up getting a deal and we worked out a contract and we sold you know, a portion of it for $918,000. And so what that did for us, we went from not having enough to having way more than enough, not only to finish phase one, but also phase two and phase three. And I'll never forget during while that was going on, I wrote it down, it was July 20th. It was at 8 p.m. I was sitting outside on our back porch, and I was just watching the sunset, something I enjoy doing and just kind of gives me peace and, and just kind of a reminder of how big and great God is. And I was sitting outside watching the sunset, and I was just kind of dealing with the stress of knowing that we needed that $250,000 in a month. And the Lord distinctly told me when I was sitting there, he said, I want you to come up where I am, and I want you to see how I see so you can say and do as I do he said I want you to come up where I am so you can see how I see so you can say what I say and do as I do see the thing is is that God has big things in store for us and he he needs us to think like he thinks and see like he sees so that we can say as he says so we can receive what he wants for us to receive see it's not only for us to receive but he also needs us to receive for him because God's will on the earth is his will in heaven. But in order for his will to come to pass, you and I have to dare to believe it. 
and then we have to put ourselves in a position to be able to receive it but it's going to first start with seeing in our mind expanding our soul and seeing that it's actually possible because god has big things in store for us so you know we mentioned ephesians chapter 1 3 that god he's given us all things there all those spiritual blessings in heavenly places he's given to us in christ well have you ever thought about why he's given us all things in heaven he's already made it available to us well friends it's actually really easy if you think about it he's given us all things as an inheritance there why because our assignment is that big our assignment on earth is that big so he made everything in heaven available to us see it's been god's plan since the very beginning with adam he's endeavoring to get us involved in the process of conquering and developing and doing his will on the earth that's why romans chapter 12 and verse 2 paul tells us this he said i need you to renew your mind so you're not being conformed to this world but so you can be transformed to the other world transformed uh, to, to living and thinking and seeing like heaven and the purpose of it you see it in the latter part of verse 2 he said the purpose of it is so you can prove the will of God so think about it God needs you to think like him he needs you to go after the impossible like him so that you can prove his will on the earth see God's sovereign God's great but just because God has these great plans and great promises uh, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to come to pass uh, all on his own. Why? Because again, you and I were co-laborers together with him. He authors it, we believe it, and then he finishes it. But the problem is, is that when we are here on this earth and, and he gives us a project or he gives us a desire, he gives us a dream, and then we look and, and we see the impossibility and then we draw back. Well, the reason we draw back is because we see lack and we stop operating in the realm of God and then, you know, in my case, I start operating in the realm of Chad. And we don't want to operate in the realm of Chad. We want to operate in the realm of God. But anytime you catch yourself drawing back, anytime you catch yourself going, oh my, anytime you catch yourself saying, how in the world am I going to do this? Friends, that's your blinking red sign that you've stopped operating in the realm of God. You're no longer going in God's realm of possibility you're looking at the world's realm of impossibility and you're operating in your own realm see what happens is is you do what Adam and Eve did in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 7 and 8 remember in Genesis chapter 3 after they'd sinned they lost the life of God they lost their right standing and what did they do they ran from God and then uh, they looked to natural things to cover themselves and protect themselves and provide for themselves and that's what happens with you and I in that when we stop becoming aware of God and we start to see the impossibilities of this world and we, we, we forget you know, who we are and whose we are and the resources that we have, we begin to look to natural things to provide for us and protect us and, and cover us. But that's where you need to remind yourself that you know, with God, number one, all things are possible. And number two, we've already been given all the resources of heaven. But we got to be able to expand our mind so that we can expand our dominion. We need to dream God-sized dreams so that we can do God-sized deeds. You know, Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20 says that God can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. But it's according to the power that works in us. Again, you see a dual working. God authoring, but you and I believing and then him finishing. He can do it. 
There's no question about that. He can do it and he can do far above what we can ask or think. But you and I, we have to put our faith and hook that up with the anointing and cause these things to come about. I've found that the more we put ourselves in a position to basically just walk off the plank and fulfilling the Great Commission on the earth and manifesting heaven on the earth and working with God, the more of his gifts and the more of his favor, uh, the more of his power that you see in operation. I mean, right now I'm flat out amazed at what has been happening for Lacey and I uh, this particular month. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Uh, January through uh, roughly about October of 2018, it was like hell on earth. I mean, everything that could come against us seemed like it was coming against us. You know, all of the hell seemed like it was against us, but we stayed strong. We stayed steady. We kept trusting in God. I'm not going to say that there were some times I was, I was, was freaking out because I was. I, there were some freak out times, some stress out times, but then I'd get my mind back where I needed to be. And man, I mean, God has just been opening up so many doors this, this past month. It's just mind boggling. My jaw keeps dropping every time something happens. Uh, but it's the fact that we put ourselves in a, in a crazy, crazy position that we basically put everything on the line when we started that back in February. I mean, we put everything on the line. And the natural, we put everything on the line. Everything was in jeopardy mode. Uh, but now, my Lord, uh, God's honoring that and just blessing our socks off with that. See, every time you move forward in these things, you're going to find out where you truly are in your faith. And, you know, I thought I knew where I was until I started getting stretched. And then I realized where I really was. I had to do some a little bit of, of analysis and, and humble myself and realize where I was so that I could turn around and start doing some expanding in my mind. See, the thing is, is that impossibilities, they reveal what is truly real to you. Impossibilities reveal what is reality to you. But what we need to do is if we get to the point where what used to look impossible now starts to look logical. And as we progress, the numbers that seemed large to us just start to seem small to us. You know, the physical illnesses and ailments and sicknesses and diseases, those things that used to seem big to us, those things need to start seeming small to us. And, you know, if you had a, a, a short leg that had grown out with someone and, and say it was an inch, you know, or two inches or three inches, well, then you need to expand your mind and seeing, you know, one that's six inches short growing out and and then once you get that, see one that's a foot short and, and see that growing out. And then expand your mind and see one that's just a nub. And see that nub beginning to grow and then the foot or the hand beginning to grow out. Those are the things that you and I have to begin to work on in our mind. But the wonderful thing is, is that every time you get a miracle, every time you get a manifestation, it's always an invitation for more. Why? Because God can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think or see. And once you get one, it's always an invitation for more. Once you go through one door, I guarantee you, there's always another door. Why? Because faith pleases God, and he will always reward those who come after him in faith. Well, friends, I hope that uh, helped you and inspired you some today. God bless you in going after the impossible. Remember that the impossible, it's the playground for the believer. It's the life of faith that God has called us to. And if you want to do great things for God, you're going to have to first start off with doing some great things in your mind and expanding your soul so you can expand your dominion. Go get some stretch marks today. Get some stretch marks this month. Begin to think and 
bigger and dream bigger and go after what this world says is impossible. God bless you, friends. Remember that in Christ, we always win. We'll talk to you next month. God bless.